Hi, my name is Fats Timbo and this is the Living Fearlessly podcast, all about pursuing your dreams and overcoming your fears. Each week, I'm going to have an amazing guest where we talk about how they overcome their fears, the fears they are yet to face and the tools that help them do so. So it's a chance to get to know me and the guest. We're going to get personal. So let's get started. There is nothing to fear. And I have a very, very special guest today. He is the voice of the cost of living crisis and king of povos. I am a very, very big fan of him personally. And I think he's absolutely amazing. We have Shabazz Says. Hey. Hi, you're right. I'm good. How are you? I'm good. This is a very professional looking setup. I'm Thanks. loving it. It's very... You know, you got your you got your book on display, all I these try. mics and cameras, action, yeah. brilliant. Spotify hooked a gal up, and yeah. I'm very, very grateful. This honestly. is no Povo studio, is it? Yeah, honestly, yeah. no Povo studio. On today's episode of I'm Richie or Paul, look at that, and our Spotify studio. Oh my gosh, honestly, I'm so glad to have you actually. Uh-huh. On I appreciate it. The Povo stuff is 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 it gets to me because it's hilarious. It's hilarious. I'm sure rich people are looking at your stuff thinking, oh, he's making fun out of me. Oh, yeah. my God. You know, so. Well, don't post it and then I won't make fun of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, do you know what? Where I first saw you was The Circle. <gasps> That's crazy. On Channel 4. I don't know how many years ago that was. Uh, two years ago today, I went in on The Circle. Today? Today, filming right now. Two no. years today, I went in on The Circle. Wow. How crazy is that? That's crazy. And look, yeah. two years later, look at where you're at. I know, it's crazy. I, do you know what? It's really weird that you say that because I know a lot of people do. Because I got this big following um, very recently. Um, mm. Two years ago today, I was on 20K on Instagram or something like that. TikTok, sorry. And on Instagram, I had like 4,000 followers or something. So, wow. Yeah, it's crazy that, you know, and you recognize me from then. And I was Not only huge. there for a couple of seconds. Seconds? episodes let's yeah. let's say episodes <clears throat> yeah and how was your experience on there um it, do you know what it was a brilliant experience in terms of it was something so different I, the reason i did that show was because i wanted to showcase um social media in a different light like who wouldn't want to experience what it's like to live somebody else's shoes for one day yeah do you know what i mean how incredible of an experience um doing reality tv and what how, what it takes to make reality tv um it wasn't for me um really? yeah two it was long hours um just a lot of mind games um with right. the format of the show though because you're pretending to be someone else there's this real sense of um you know you you lose yourself because you're you're trying mm. to be somebody else so there was times where I was trying to I was playing this character but I was forgetting that I was playing this character um I've always been quite 100% myself or yeah. authentic as possible um, so yeah, it was it was hard. It was difficult. I can imagine because I'm thinking about how it must have been being isolated from the whole world. But bear in mind, we did it straight after lockdown. So we filmed it in uh, September 2020. Right. So you know, after we, the world had sort of just so you used to that. Anyway. Yeah, that's all we did for like months. Didn't we? I practiced. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I had so much practice. I live on my own. If anything, I went in going, yeah, this is brilliant. Oh my god, so cool. I'm gonna. Do you know what? I think we should get into quick fire questions. Oh, I hate quick fire rounds. But mind you, they'll edit this, won't they? So it'll look, yeah. look like I'm well professional. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <clears throat> it's okay. Okay, but we're going to get in deep. Right? Oh, okay, go on. A little bit deep. Mm-hmm. So the first question is, 
What was your greatest fear as a child? Dying. Um, I think dying has always been my greatest fear. Um, really? Yeah, I really, really fear dying. Um, and most people would say you shouldn't fear dying because you know it's inevitable. Like we're gonna, we're all gonna die. For me, do you know what? Since I was a young age, I've always known that I was meant to do something amazing in the world. Yes. Um, and the the reason I fear dying is what if I do and I I leave it all behind and I never. I don't get to do that. I don't. You get... would have created a legacy. I know this is quick fire questions, but I feel like it's interesting <laughs> as well. Like hearing your perspective I, on yeah, this, I, like you're leaving a legacy as well and making a difference in the world. But I just don't think I've done enough. I never feel like I've done enough, which is why I constantly fear death because I think in my mind, I think, what if to tomorrow was this is it? What if I wake up? I don't wake up tomorrow and I, I don't have to finish the the legacy I want to leave behind, the the work I want to do, the impact I want to mm. leave on this earth. It's not just about comedy. There's so much I want to yeah. do on this planet and for the planet and for humanity it's that so it, it's so overwhelming. There's so much to be done. Yeah. So, yeah, death has always been my uh, biggest fear. Wow. If you wanted, like, a, you said deep, so I went yeah, deep. Because like, if you wanted to fear, no, I feel... No, because it, it's, it's, it's <clears> deep and I'm very interested in your answer and perspective. Yeah. And um, with this quick fire, we'll be here the whole time. <laughs> the, the, the whole podcast will be quick fire, won't it? <laughs> literally, literally. But yeah, let, let, we'll move on to the next one. What is your greatest fear now? Um, I, th- I think the death thing will always be there. I think as I achieve more and I do more in the world, that fear goes away. Yes. Um, but I don't know if that comes with age, though, because I feel like when, you know, older people say that, don't they? Mm. The younger, the younger, when they were young, they thought... Um, you know, death was scary, but as they got older, they were just like, it's like a welcomed friend, like exactly. someone that they're just welcoming. Um, I think my biggest fear is losing my family now, yeah. if you want like a deep it's, answer. It's very scary. Um, yeah, just l- any family member, isn't it? Like I think losing them and not and not them not seeing my mom, especially because I'm really close to my mom. So for her, for her not to be able to, someone who's always championed my success, for her not to be able to see the fruits of my labour, like see how much I've put into it and the world that I've left behind. Like she'll leave it behind and she'll not be able to see that. I think that's quite scary. But I mean, there's, I've got a hundred million irrational fears if you really want to hear them. Like I'm scared of heights, spiders, snakes, snakes <laughs> animals, closed spaces, holes, everything. Holes? I, You're oh, one of them. Don't even, let's not even talk about it. Stresses oh me out. Oh my God. Makes, what's, what's the name of the fear Trypophobia. I'm scared of crumpets, you know, crumpets. Stop it. Fearful. So when you see it in the, in the, in the supermarket... <gasps> no, don't. I run the other way. So one time this woman left it in the aisle. She must have dropped it out of a trolley and I couldn't go down the aisle. I had to ask the, one of the, um, the wow. people working there to move it. No, I'm scared. Fearful. What Are you scared of you going through the holes or... I don't what know it? what it is. Or the look of them? It's the... the, the Sorry, let's not even talk about it. Okay, let's move on to the next one because we don't want to frighten yeah. you too much. Um... If you were afraid, who would you call? Um, my mum. I mean, yeah, I think we always do, don't we? Like, yeah. as in, I think, like, I would just, like, we in in, in Punjabi, we say ummi, which means mum. So I, the first thing you do is whenever you jump, you're like, ummi. Like, you know, you just Aww. it's just the thing. Like, I think when people are in their natural scared state, the mum is the first person to think about. So, yeah. If you were afraid and you couldn't call anyone... What tricks would you use to stay cool? Scream, shout. Okay. Um, 
I think letting out your natural res- bodily response, whether that, I mean, I'm saying release. bodily release, release, but then yeah. it's not too much release because you might end up <laughs> weeing yourself or pooing yourself. Like, I don't think you could release too much. Like, when, oh I, when I, I thought it was going down that avenue, when I was like, release your bodily, I thought, no, no, let's not even go there because. I think screaming and shouting would definitely make me less fearful. Mm-hmm. If you saw a ghost, right, the first thing you're going to do is scream, aren't you? And then it'll yeah. just make you feel better. It might even scare the ghost off. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the point. Yeah. It will scare the ghost Or if you off. see a snake, you're scared of snakes. Scream, shout, snake's going to run away. Or suffocate you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Or yeah. love, yeah, because snakes <laughs> like it, don't they? Yeah, they'll yeah. eat you Never whole, mind. You know. Okay, well, that's not good advice then. Yeah. Yeah. oh god you're too funny what would you say to your young self if you were coming up in the social media world or as a teacher oh yeah Shabazz is a teacher we didn't know that yeah I've I've finally told people that I'm a teacher now because I really kept it quiet for a while so um but yeah well anyway we can talk about that um what would I what advice would I give to my younger self right now I would say if you have a talent, nurture it and showcase it and go mm. out there and show the world how amazing you are. Yeah. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise and do not listen to anyone's opinion because mm. the only person whose opinion matters is yourself. Exactly. And I think any young person that ever watches, listens to anything that you know you do or I do or we, we do out here mm-hmm. um, is to do that, to yeah. live fearlessly. Yes, live fearlessly see plug you need to hire me as your PR I'll do your job I love it Um, it. but live fearlessly is is that say honestly just to have the best time ever and do not let anybody tell you otherwise exactly life's just so short and if you're brilliant at what you do then let the world see that Mm -hmm. hiding it away is not going to do anything people need to listen to that because (laughs) there's so many people that are talented that don't know how how much the world needs to see their talent And they're too scared to show it because they're scared of people's opinions. 100%. And it's sad because I know so many people that I've got a platform and you've got a platform, but there's so many people out there with so many amazing stories and voices that are just silent at the moment that haven't had a chance. And... I sometimes think about myself and I'm like, oh my God, I've been given this opportunity, I've been blessed with this opportunity. But what about all those voiceless people that have so much more that they can bring to the world? That's true. I really want them to do the same and share your story, share your talents, share your fears, to share everything. Exactly, share it all. And yeah. I think it's just, yeah, so many people aren't confident enough to share it yeah. whatsoever. Sorry, we're going so deep <coughs> this quick fire question. Yeah. <laughs> we'll go deep later. We'll go in, we'll, yeah. yeah. We'll head to that later. That's fine. Anyway, um, for those of you who don't know, my book has 10 commandments and we are going to be discussing each and every one and what your perspective is on each of them. So the first one is commandment one, be unexpected. Don't change yourself to fit the world's expectation. Change the world to make it expect you. So how do you define people's expectations of yourself? Oh, that's really, that's a really good, uh, I'm, this book, oh, I'm going to love this you book. Gonna, I cannot I can't wait, wait, honestly. I can't wait. It's brilliant. Um, I spent so much time thinking about what other people's expectation of me was right. and like the idea that um I lived to please other people or mm. to listen to what their perspective what their version of me was um 
I think what I forgot what the question was now. How do you defy other people's expectations of yourself? I I think that the way I'm going to defy other people's expectation is just um, do whatever's right by me. Yeah. So I think my expectations are always going to be very different to others, and I think other people, not everyone has the best expectations or the mm-hmm. highest expectations of you, but some people have too high expectations of you. Yeah. So you can never find that you know that Goldilocks in the middle, the best one. <laughs> um. So I think just do what's right by you. If you go with your gut, you're never going to be wrong. Um, always go with the gut your gut and whatever you think is right by you do it exactly if you if you if you make a mistake then make a mistake but do what's right by you it's, it's about learning from that mistake as 100%. well 100% like I'm sure at the beginning like you were thinking oh my god what are people going to think about this what are people going to think about that and then when, as you're getting better at it it's like oh my god how why did I ever, yeah why did I restrict myself and th- yeah, 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 yeah so it's it's just one of those things always defy people's expectations and if they expect more from you just do your best yeah. really like but what did what was expected of you growing up though um so i feel like my parents have always been like i come from an asian background and you know you probably you can probably understand this as well um eth- ethnic back ethnic parents are usually very you need to have a career you yes. need to be a doctor nurse uh, engineer but i think that comes from their self-preservation because they must they you know my parents came to this country next to nothing um and worked hard to provide us with everything and they want us to then go on and have that and have everything and the way we can have everything is by utilizing all the education and all the country offers so they always you know I know I always wanted to go down the media route and just be amazing online or in tv or whatever yes and my parents were always like have a career first so have an education have something behind you educate yourself um Put yourself on a pedestal and on a, on a level where people will look up to you mm-hmm. and then go out there and change the world. Yeah. But have something behind you that is your backbone. Exactly. And my education and my degree and my career is my backbone. Not mm-hmm. that I'm saying it's everybody's. If that's not what you wanted, if college, university is not for you, that's fine. For me, that's what my crux was. So that was my expectation. Whereas now, I think as an adult, my parents are like, just for grind, I'll have, just get married, have children. I think my mum's my mom's biggest expectation is, is when it? are you going to settle down, buy a house and do the normal thing? they're always expecting yeah. something. Yeah, my mum's never, I mean, my mum goes to me, as long as you get married, have a, have children and buy a house, I won't have any more expectations than you. I'm like, really? 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 She'll probably say next, like, have another child. Yeah, or then there's something else. Buy or another your house. your child needs or... to do this now. Yeah. Your child, like, she'll have expectations yeah. of your child yeah. then. I feel like I completely relate 100%. My parents, they they came to this country and they started working as cleaners in a hotel. And um, yeah, like they saw what the country had to offer and they worked their way up Mm -hmm. going to university, um, being nurses themselves and then expecting their children to um, do the same. Yeah. But when I first started getting into social media and stuff, they, they kept saying, well, I want you to finish that degree. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you yep. can't be them dropouts. <clears throat> no offence to people that drop out, but they've always taught me, whatever you start, you have to finish. 100%. Yeah, you're in this country, you have opportunities. Yeah. Back home, there isn't. Because they know people that don't have those opportunities. Yes. I think we are privileged enough, especially our generation. And when we grow up and we have children, mm-hmm. we will be so privileged that we will never know that struggle. Yeah. So we won't have seen that struggle. So we won't have those expectations. Whereas they've seen the struggle. Yeah. They've gone through the struggle. They've seen their relatives and family members go through that struggle. So they're like, 
why would you not in a country that provides you so much Mm -hmm. grasp everything exactly on the flip side it's hard because then you know so much pressure and not only that when there's no one around in in these careers you know in in the media there's not people that look like us have only just started coming into it now yeah exactly you know, younger people are now pushing the boundaries a bit more, but we didn't get that opportunity. Like, my parents were like, education first. My mum said to me, she was like, once you got your degree, do what you want. Go on TV really? and do whatever you want now. But, That's good. So. That was your way yeah, way out for her, like, in a way. But, um, yeah, I feel I completely relate to that. Going on to Commandment 2. Let love be your superpower. Take care of those who care about you and they will help you fly. So, who are the people that made you fearless? Um, and I know you've spoken about your mum as yeah, well. So. I, I have to say, you know, I grew up around a lot of strong women. My, my female friends, my female cousins. Um, women have always empowered me um, to be fearless. Yes. Because in a world that tells women not to be that, they've always been the... And the opposite of that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I grew around, I grew up around like my friend's mom, who was just so, you know, matriarchal. That that family ran yeah. because she decided everything. No man told her what to do. Love and that. I've always empowered that myself. I think that message always was part of who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I definitely say the people who I love the most have always been my female friends, my female family members, um, sisters, you know, cousins and just pe- yeah, people that are still around me are mm. all, are the strongest people that are around me are my female friends and my um, you know my best friend you know who's who's an absolute gem of a human and couldn't do enough for humanity and that's who I look up to and I think were they the ones that like made you believe in your content when you yeah. showed them at first yeah. like I've lost a lot of friends along the way um I yeah I think it's <laughs> one of the journeys one of the biggest lessons I learned in life was um. You know, like one of the greatest lessons I learned was those people that didn't support me. I learned the biggest lesson from them exactly. um, because they could never see what I saw in myself. Um, right. Some of my friends have really seen, like especially one of my friends who, you know, I'm so close to. She's always been my biggest fan. She just is my biggest fan. Anything I do, anytime I say something, she she acts like it's the biggest thing. And I, someone <laughs> like me who like downtrod, like there's always downtrodden, always treads on myself, yeah. and, like always dobs myself down. Mm-hmm. She's like, no you are amazing like she would literally just yeah she's just always oh. supporting so yeah I, I definitely say she's definitely up there um and even my mom because like my mom and you know my mom my sister-in-law as well she's you know she's just amazing there are some i've got some really good people around it's now good. now i'd say good now because yeah, i know and I, I related to the bit when you said like you've lost some friends along the way because for me especially when i was starting out um and when fans would come up to me, I'd have this friend. She would roll her eyes when yeah. fans would come up to me. And I'm thinking, this should be a great yeah. moment. I've been waiting for this be for proud. years, you know, like for people to recognise and see my stuff. And then now you're rolling your eyes. From that time, I just had to cut that friendship because I was thinking, okay, I, I cannot, I can't fly with this friend. Yeah, She's going to hold me back. Yeah. So everyone else surrounding me, has always supported me, always given me ideas, yeah. always helping me along the way. So that's why I, I mentioned they will help you fly because 
you, you need help yeah, along the way. They you need lift to be you up, yeah. lift you up, and like even you know, like lift you up, throw you up, and give yeah. you that little um, go on and watch you go up and go. Exactly. You know, My yeah. dad always says the sky's the limit. So yeah. yeah, man, I need to be like, we need to be pushed now and again by our loved ones. So yeah. Speaking of haters, yeah, rise above is the next commandment. It's commandment three. Every great thing was at one point new and different. Those who fear their own difference will want to point out yours. So if you want to be great, you're going to have to need to rise above. Mm -hmm. Haters want you to feel the fear. How have you dealt with that? Um, Do you know what? In all honesty, I think I get very little uh, hate or abuse online. That's so good. And I think it's it's good, but what it's done for me is it's made my skin thinner. You know, like when they say I have thick skin? Thinner. Yes, because not having hate, I've got too comfortable with it. I've right. got too comfortable with all these people saying positive things all the time okay. that I feel like I've developed over the course of my life, I've always developed really thick skin I was bullied as a high school pupil mm. I was bullied by my family members like not my immediate family members but relatives yeah and it, I developed a really thick skin you know you could not say anything to me that I I wouldn't even let you it would bounce straight <laughs> off right but as time's gone on because there's so many people thousands you know I've got you know a million people saying some re- or have access to say some lovely things when somebody says something nasty, it really takes me back. Really? Um, yeah, it really does. So, But I think the thing is, what takes me back more than anything is when they voice my own insecurity. It's not that mm-hmm. what you're saying to me hurts. It's what I'm saying to myself. You've just said it to me as well. That's what hurts more. And I think I'd take your advice 100%. Like, you know, I need you need to live. Don't let other people, uh, you know, have an impact on you. But... I don't know how at this moment in time, I, I really don't know how I would deal with it because I've just not had a lot really? of the last couple of months. Like I'd say since I've grown so big, I've not had a lot of abuse. So I don't really know how to you handle know it. I think because you get so much positivity, it's drowning out the negativity. Maybe that's what it is. And yeah. anyone that even comes for you, your fans yeah. are on it. But that's what it is. I think maybe because there's so much positivity that it's probably getting drowned or maybe yeah. I'm just overseeing it or like going... It's not there, but it's, maybe it is you there. You get thousands and thousands of comments. Yeah. So if, let's say, for example, 999 was positive and you see that one comment, I'm sure there's many comments cussing that person. Yeah. So it's They've done the job for me. I don't <laughs> think I need to do it. Yeah. For you, so. um, yeah, no, that's true. I mean, I guess so. But I think I'm always, I clap back. So people say it to me all the time. They're like, I think that there's this perception that, I just because I'm quite positive and I'm quite, you know, vocal that I I have to be nice all the time. Like if you come for me, you're going to get it, honestly. (laughs) Like I don't even mean that in a nasty way, but the truth of the matter is I can I can go there. You can give it back. hundred percent. And I think there's been times where somebody's written a nasty comment and I've gone, you know, I've gone in and they've been like, how dare you talk to me like that? And I'm like, how dare you talk to me like that? What did you think I was going to do? Do you think I'm public property? Do you think you own me that I can't say what I want to you? So yeah, no, it's hilarious that they think you can't The audacity of you to turn around and say this to me when I abused you. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, it doesn't, does it? But it's because I think the influence that culture has done that though. I think the influence of culture, yeah. Because think about it. I work as a teacher, so I don't rely on 
you know, followers to pay my bills. Like, yeah. I, I appreciate them. I love the idea that, you know, people are following and laughing along. Yeah. But they don't pay my bills. So yeah, if, if 10,000, you know, t- if I had a million followers and like 100,000 started unfollowing me because they didn't like something I said, um, I'd still get paid my teacher wage at the end of the day. Exactly. Whereas right. an influencer wouldn't. So they would apologise. They'd go out there and say, I'm so sorry that I offended you, da, da, da. Whereas I'm like, oh, well. Oh well, sorry. Yeah. sorry. Sorry, I offended you. Sorry, I offended you, but I'm still I'm not wrong in what I'm saying. I'm just saying it. You you just didn't like it. So exactly, and that's why the people think that I can say what I want to this, this influencer or this person online, and they won't clap back. And then when I do, they're like, "But that's not how it's meant to go." <laughs> <laughs> I'm supposed to be just cutting you, yeah. and you're my punch bag. And you're supposed to say, "I'm so sorry." <laughs> so no, hilarious. Honestly, I just yeah, I think my experience online with haters especially at the beginning yeah it was terrible because it was i think obviously i was out of the ordinary when there's always been little people about but i guess because i was confident and i guess some people didn't like that yeah they just started calling me all sorts of weird names That's so weird because names i've always seen ever since i've known you i've always seen such a confidence confident person and i've always thought I can't imagine anyone saying negative because of how confident you appear. Thank so when you. people appear as confident as you, people don't aren't that negative because they're like, well, how am I supposed to bring her down when she's all up there? Like, <laughs> this girl is flying. There's no way I can drag her anywhere. Yeah, people try. They but, try it because they see me and think, how can someone like her be so confident? And that's like, awful. I guess it's obviously their internal pain yeah, or yeah, yeah. internal situation that's going on. Yeah. But I think as well my parents have really instilled in me that haters don't matter my family my friends people that love me they're the ones that actually matter at the end of the day so like even when I go out sometimes not even sometimes all of the time people staring like looking at me funny taking pictures of me oh my god really does that still happen because yeah it's 2023 for crying out loud we don't know bloody hell (laughs) guys like have you not seen enough of me online or I need to show you more but we like it's like we've not it's not like we don't come you're not you Oh, that's strange. It's not like <laughs> you've just come off a different planet. You know what I mean? Know. Bright green, Some aren't you? Weird. That yeah. is strange. In 2023, though, In this 2023. is why I'm saying, like, I totally, like, don't get me wrong, I'm not justifying it, but 10 years ago, 15 years ago? Yeah. I get if it was it. out of the ordinary, then I get it. Cool. But right now, in 2023, when we are exposed <laughs> to so much information, yeah. you cannot, oh, I don't know, people are weird. Yeah, people mm. are weird. So rise above. Yeah, and- 100%. Yeah, how I deal with it is I just block them and use the filter. Oh, that's thing. brilliant. It's not the best yeah. thing ever, though. Like, keywords, I keywords, everything. It's, that's I why put, you don't see stuff as well. Oh, is that what it is? <laughs> and here's me like, I don't get abuse. It's because I've got five million keywords. Like, like you're allowed 200. I've got many, 200. How many keywords do you have? I've got 200 keywords. Like That you've... I filtered out. Really? I filtered out every single variation. That's you why you're not getting any. Yeah, any abuse. Anyone that tries it, you're not yeah, seeing it. I'm not seeing it. And that's the best thing. That's the Live best thing. Live my best life. I never have to see it. Exactly. You're not coming on my page and I have to see it. And like People are like, yeah. why did you delete comments? Because I don't want to see it on my page. Because it's your page. My page. Oh my God. You don't come to my house and graffiti my page, my house, and then I don't scrub it off. And you're like, why did you not scrub that graffiti <laughs> off the wall? My when house. When people ask me that, it's so funny because I'm like... It's my, this is what I created and this is what I just posted and you come and cast me and then you're telling me, oh. You came into my house, weed on my carpet (laughs) and then asked me why I'm annoyed. Tell me again how that makes any sense. How does that make sense? No, so. Makes zero sense. 
Okay, we are going to move on to commandment four. Commandment four, trust the journey. The path to your dreams will at first seem so long, but if you learn to love the journey, then you will never get tired. Oh my God. Yes, so that's, that's the advice I'm giving people. I bloody love your book. It's so, it's me. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad. I'm glad you like it. So do you often stop and appreciate where you've got to? Yes, no. <laughs> no. Do you know what? I feel I feel like because you've got here so fast, it feels like a whirlwind for mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Um how do you No, feel? you're right. You're hundred percent right. I think I had um I had an emo- I had a moment a couple of weeks ago. Um and I just it was like when I hit a million and after that I just was like I took a moment and I just went, Oh my god. And I still I don't think I am. Like right now I'm sat here with you and I'm here. I've come on a train to record a podcast with you. I've just met some amazing people with, you know, the agency we're with. Um, and I still, like, when the way they talk about me and the way people describe me and the way you've done it, I don't appreciate the journey and what's happened because it's happening so quick. Um, no, I, that's you're right. I just, I, I haven't had a moment... It. I haven't had a moment. Oh my God, I can't wait for this book. This book is going <laughs> to... I want one now. I'm just hit that book. You yeah. better turn around because I'm going to snatch that book right. You're that, gonna, I really hope it you like brilliant. it, man. It's just so I'm, good. I'm, 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 I want people to stop and think about where they are in life because yeah. life is a crazy journey. Whatever... Do you know what it is? is though, I think people might think it's social media. No, your journey is your journey. Yeah. Whatever, Wherever you are, social media, career, at home, family, whatever you're doing, exactly. everybody's on their own journey and just take a minute... And just appreciate from where mm-hmm. you were and to where you've come. Exactly. And I don't think, no, you're right. I don't think, I mean, it was only just, I think I probably only just had a moment just then. Like, I think yeah, I just had a... Just look how many amazing things you've done. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. I don't know what my life is at the moment, though. It's, it's uh, <laughs> okay. I don't. It's yeah. just happening so fast. Yeah. I, I felt like that last year as well, because so many things were happening. I was going on holiday every other week. I was flipping, doing something Eve, new. how do I do that? I've not done that yet. Well. Oh, give me uh, that secret. The, 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 yeah. People ask me. Right, let me know. Then, if anyone's then, listening then to this, people, the then people that's asking, can you send them <laughs> no. people send me an holiday, please? With with with, with yeah, the journey that you're on now, yes. you will. Right. My next step is holiday. Yes, holidays, free holiday. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. So looking back last year, whirlwind and it's crazy. It's just so fast. It happened so fast. So I do understand that like stopping is even stopping. Do we have time to stop? But do you know what I do though? When I do have time to stop, I still feel like you know when you get off when you're going on when you're on a treadmill and you come off and your legs still feel like they're running. Yeah, that's what I feel like. So if I have a moment where I'm just sitting, my legs still feel like they're running, and I'm like, but why am I sitting here? Should I be doing something? Should I be doing yeah, something? Like, but no, doing but something. I don't have to do anything sometimes. But I just don't feel that that at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, that's brilliant, brilliant bit of advice. Yeah, it's the it's the best advice I can give to people because. It's just something that you need to do to appreciate 100%. yourself. And you can you can um, think about, oh, I'm not where I want to be right now. Mm-hmm. But think about where you was a year ago, yep. two yeah, years yeah. ago, three years ago. Yeah, I'm sure the, your old self will be proud of where you are today. What you have achieved, even if you don't think you've achieved what you think yeah. you've achieved. Oh, that's I'm brilliant. sure when you first started Instagram, you did you think you'd get to a million... <laughs> What in December I was like, 
I just did it. But I, I mean, I was trying to get to 10K in December. <laughs> I was like, I was on 9,000 followers. When like, you could, you, you were doing that a day, probably. I, yeah, and yeah, I yeah, I just sort of like was like, oh, I really want to hit ten k in December by the end of the year, and no, I didn't. So I do need to take a step back and appreciate the journey, but um, I just don't think I do it enough. When did you first start out? When was your first ever reaction video? So bear in mind, I've been doing social media for a while. Um, so I used to do YouTube videos. I always made like content. I loved editing, so I loved making. I love putting it together um and when I started to do oh on TikTok I did during lockdown I did those videos you know like dancing videos and we all did right. it and we did crazies and we all like danced to do a leaper and Doja yeah. Cat and did all that um and then it was sort of like towards the end one when I went on circle I came out carried on doing that and then eventually I just you know we I was just I finished work one day and I got in bed and somebody tagged me in this really disgusting video and I was like, let me watch it. And I just instantly reacted to it. So it went like, press duet, mm -hmm. press stitch. And then just was like, I beg your pardon. <laughs> one God's green that earth. Was your, that was your natural reaction. Yeah. My natural reaction. One God's green earth. Have I just seen here? And it was just me. And I put it up. And people were like, oh my God, that's so funny because your face mirrors what I was doing at the same time. And then the reaction thing, the more people started tagging me more videos. I mean, I've got to bless. I'm so blessed because there's so many people that do the work for me. So like... Um, they're, they're your assistants, 100%. They go and search those videos. Like, <laughs> I'm getting all the credit for it. They're the ones that are going out there looking for the content for me. And going, here, Shabazz, you'd be brilliant at this. Tag you in this. And then I just make it. So, yeah, that was a... Twenty twenty two, a 2021, back end of 2021, I started um, doing Was that, that like, the second lockdown or...? Um, twenty twenty one, there was a lockdown as well, isn't it? Yeah, twenty, but that was the beginning of the year. So it was like twenty twenty one. It was like January time that we had lockdown. Mm -hmm. Um, it was around that time. But I, th I think, I think lockdown and post lockdown. Um, to be fair, I think we, my family, all went abroad, and all my friends had gone abroad, but got stuck there because remember we had that sort oh, of like yeah. countries started locking down and stuff. So they got stuck there for a whole like six seven months. Oh so they God. came back in December, November. So that entire time, when I came home from work, my friends were uh, stuck away, my family were away, so I had nothing to do in the house. So I'd just climb into bed, put Fair the enough. UD on, put UD on, and climb into bed. Get Blanky out. Well, Blanky actually came quite late. I on. Can we appreciate yeah, Blanky? Blanky goes everywhere now. Blanky's my good luck charm. Yes. Um. Yeah. So yeah, just I just I just made videos reacting the way I and thought. And which one? Which video blew up? Or they all started blowing up. They, I do remember, like, I'd always see you on my full you page. And yeah. I'd be thinking, what are you reacting to today? <laughs> I think the I think one of the biggest ones was when there was a lady eating chicken and she just put the chicken in her mouth and pulled it out. And I was like, where did the chicken go? <laughs> what on God's screen earth is this? What Harry Potter nonsense going on here? And then that's one, like, it started blowing up. And there was another guy who had chicken where he'd not, he just steamed it and he'd not flavoured it. And I was like, drier than Gandhi's flip-flop chicken. Oh, I think I remember yeah. that. So then they they started blowing up. But I think what really sort of, sort of started the I'm rich, you're poor content was the ice cube trays. So it was, you know, yeah. the, taking the ice out of the freezer to put it back in the freezer in different places. That sort of really blew up. And then obviously, you know, Roy's sister, Cherie. Roy's you know, sister, you, you know, Roy's sister, <laughs> Cherie. Cherie. Um, yeah. whatever <laughs> wherever Roy's sister Cherie is I've got to thank her for all the joy you know exactly. what I mean thank exactly. you for all of this it just 
rolls off the tongue yeah. and is absolutely hilarious. Yeah, so that's my most viral video though. It's crazy. I, I, I can't believe it. And how how did that viral video happen? Um, I'll tell you how it happened. I got tagged in it and I was like, I clicked you out and I went, I beg your pardon. One God's green earth is Roy's sister Shree. I then pressed upload and fell asleep. I woke up an hour later and I had a million views. Uh, two hours later and I had a million views and I was like, what's just happened here? Oh my God. I was like, something's happened here. And it was, it started blowing up Because people everywhere. are sharing it and going it, insane. Everywhere. I get stopped in the street and people shout, Oi, Roy's sister Cherie. <laughs> no. How's Roy's sister Cherie? Yeah. It's... No. Crazy. Crazy. And people want me to do the line. They're like, do it. Do, do the it. line. Do the do line. The line. <laughs> yeah. And you'll be like, where's well, just oh, the resource? On today's episode. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So. so when was the moment you decided you wanted to take the... F- what? The words ain't even coming out. Like, what's going on? The I words. Uh, yeah. The math ain't mathing. The and words ain't wording. The word ain't wording. Okay. When was the moment that you decided you wanted to take the piss out of wealthy people? <laughs> um, do you know what? In all honesty, I have taught young people for such a long time um, and I've just seen such poverty. And I think I think for me to see how much... We, we've all been exposed to it. We grew up on the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. We grew up watching rich right. people always... And the rich get richer. Exactly. Especially in where we are right now, you know. Oh, Jeff Bezos has made. He's now the bit most, the biggest billionaire. He's got the most. He's got two hundred thirty mm. billion now. You know, he's got this many billion now. And watching how the rich are getting richer, and then there's two million kids, two million children that are starving. You know, in Yemen, to see that and then see the disparity. Like I think. I just went online and I honestly, that wasn't the initial message. It was basically just, I was just sick of seeing rich yeah. people posting online. Like I'm sick of seeing those content where it's just people going, oh my God, I just don't know who your target demographic is. <laughs> I don't know who you, ta- you know what I mean? What, you it's showing, just to show off, really. When you're showing off your bag, so who is your target demographic? Like, you know your target demographic. I know my target demographic. I know who rich people are watching my videos. Who is what, who are you advertising your exactly. 15th bag to? Because none of us can afford that. And anyone that can afford that ain't watching your videos. They're busy working or buying stuff. Or buying their own stuff and <laughs> making their own videos, aren't they? Exactly. So I just was really annoyed about it. And I think I just made the video um, just... Well, the ice video was sort of the first thing because I was like, who has time for that? Like, you must I not know. have a job. I mean, I work and I've, I... Even if I'm off right now and I can tell you now, I do not have enough hours in the day to put ice in the freezer, to take it back out the freezer, to put it back in the freezer, right? Just long. Yeah. So you must be rich to do that. And that's where sort of like the idea formed. And then after that, people just started. It's become a movement. I'm rich, you're poor. It's a movement, isn't it? It really has. Do you think, do do you know why it's become so popular? The cost of living crisis? Yeah. Yeah. Because people can relate to it so much. And I think as the rich get rich, I think, do you know what? The last, since uh, social media has been around, all we've been exposed to is that. And I think on Instagram, the reason I do so well on Instagram more so is, well, I've done well on both platforms, but the reason Instagram's done so well is because we've we've always seen that on Instagram. Yeah. That's what Instagram essentially has been. Glamorising everything. Yes. So you're scrolling and you're seeing holiday, how fit I am, how rich I am. And then Shabazz says there in an Udi telling you that it's all stupid, you're wrong, you shouldn't be doing that and you're, you're dumb. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? So... You're like the only influencer that does that, that yeah. I know of. 
Yeah. I think, and, and I'm sure most people only know of. Yeah, I just, I didn't want to sound lectury. I wanted to lecture, I wanted to tell people that they were wrong, but I didn't want to lecture them. So I thought, let's do it through comedy and let's do it through like, just taking the mic. Through comedy is the yeah. best way because yeah. preachy, you're, people are going to switch, switch off, off. Yeah. straight away. Sarcasm is, British people love sarcasm. We love yes, a good sarcastic. We do, we do it. And then when we teach other countries like the US and, yeah. Amer- and Australians, they're like, whoa, yeah. this comedy's funny. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's, it's really cool. And what would you say is your next step to this journey that you're on? Do you know, as I've, as I've started to do more of this, I've started to realise how much um, influence I can have. And I want to change the term influencer to be something more positive. Yeah. If I'm influencing, let me influence you to make a difference in the world. Mm. Let me influence you to be a better person. Let me influence you to do more for others. Um, and the bigger the audience gets, the more people I can do that with. So I think exactly. it started off as a bit of a joke, a laugh, you know, and then I started realising that the message is, is so important to people. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the term Pavel Pride is what I say, and Pavel Pride comes from this example that in my comment section, the reason I get so much interaction is because there are people that are so proud of the fact that I'm poor. Yeah. And you know what? And that's it. So I what? can't afford stuff, and so what? Yeah. I can't afford to spend the money that this person's spending, and here's why. Because I have this to bear. I have this to worry about. Mm-hmm. And as the cost of living crisis, as the government does what it does, we we've, we get more and more people that are understanding that content mm. and understanding the reason for it. So next steps for me, um, I don't know. I just, I, I want to carry on doing this. You're going to be on people. this amazing journey. I can yeah. already picture it for you. Yeah. A book. You've already got merch. Yeah. Which people should go and buy. <laughs> yeah. I suggest you go and buy it. By the time this goes out, though, it might have disappeared because it's only on 14 days, isn't it? Yeah, Really? I only wanted to do a limited edition thing. I didn't want anyone to think I was doing like a cash grab or whatever. I just wanted to be able to... I know a lot of people wanted them. um, So I really wanted to just bring something out to celebrate reaching 1 million with all these people. Yeah. Get something that's limited edition that'll be yours that we can all enjoy in the future and be like, oh, remember mm-hmm. that time when I brought that hoodie out? Have you still yeah. got that hoodie from like five years ago when I used to make content <laughs> creation and now I'm, uh, you know, winning Oscars? Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, exactly. Yeah, what, so would you ever get into acting? I would love to do it. I've always wanted to do it. And I think part of the thing is I've always been so moved by music and um, art, like mm-hmm. arts as in like TV and film and, and the power that, actors have like Angela Bassett for me is just she makes me Amazing. Angela Bassett just make, does the thing you she know what I mean Angela Bassett did the thing and she, I'm telling you there's moments where I just watch her and I you know her and Viola Davis and some of the great actors of our time I watch them and I just think oh my god the, the you give me the feeling yeah and I want to be able to do that I think you, you know, can. so you already do it just yeah. being yourself. Imagine yeah. if you were someone else, yeah. like or playing so, someone else's story, playing someone yeah. else's story. I like, just love to be able to do that and just be, yeah, be. I don't know. Maybe it's not in, in for me, but maybe it is. I just I would love to maybe try that and see. If I it's, think you could. Do, I, I haven't asked you how old you are, if you don't mind mentioning. Um, that. I'm seventeen. 17 yeah, yeah. oh you yeah. look quite I'm, young and 13 years um <laughs> no i am i'm 30 i'm 30 oh so, yeah. you're very young yeah yeah so i've got i mean listen what did they say oprah didn't get um anything till she was about 40 you know what is it um really yeah yeah she, in a in i said they said in her 30 she only just started doing her show wow. and she didn't reach you know great heights and even um was it what's the morgan freeman you know morgan freeman yeah. only started acting at 50 how old is he now 
Like 70-something. Some, yeah, it must be something like that. So, like, there are a lot of people that... and Age is never a thing. Age is never a barrier, is it? You yeah. don't matter what age you are, you do you. Like, you do whatever you want. Like, look at things like... Look at Angela Bassett, for example. Been acting for years, only just, you know, winning Oscars now, only winning mm-hmm. awards now, and only getting to be praised. So, the life's life just... Whatever you do with it, isn't exactly. it? So You exactly. never know, I mean. You never, you never ever, know. ever know. That takes us on to the next commandment. Commandment five, only doubt, doubt itself. The words I can't only become true if you don't. When and why have you doubted yourself? All the time. I do doubt myself a lot. And and there's a part of me that thinks people are just probably so sick of hearing, oh my God, it sounds so woe is me. But you know what makes me laugh so much is Lewis Capaldi, because Lewis Capaldi is very much that northern that is very northern of us, that northern charm of us. Like we don't, we don't appreciate success. Mm-hmm. Like even someone like Lewis Capaldi, who is so brilliant, still goes on as like, oh yeah, if you want to come to my show, come to my show, but you're not going to enjoy it. It's going to be good, and the album's not good. And like, it's like, are you kidding? Are you kidding with that <laughs> voice, with that sound, with that music? Shh, don't even talk to me. With all the success you've had. But this is it. But there's always that voice that tells. I think part of that comes from being Asian, being northern. Being growing up the way I did, mm-hmm. that that voice is the voice of so many people that yeah. have always doubted me, that have always said you're not going to amount to much, and I think that voice doesn't go away easily. Yeah, I think I just need to see a therapist. But then, <laughs> I've always said, right, if I go see a therapist, she can say whatever she wants to me. He can say whatever he wants to me. As long as I don't say it to me, those voices are going to get drowned out. Like you can tell me I'm brilliant. But that voice is louder inside my head than it is hearing yours. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's why it's it's so easier said than done. But doing positive self talk, hundred percent, like be nice to yourself. There's so many impulsive yeah. thoughts we have. Like there's so many thoughts that tell you, okay, you're not good at this. Are you going to be able to do that in the future? Yeah. This that. I tell the other fault. I literally tell it. Shut your mouth, please. Mm. <laughs> be quiet. Be yeah. quiet. Mm. Look at what you've done, though. Yeah. I, I always 100%. try to just be positive with that because, yes, I, I am negative sometimes and I always doubt myself. And, you know, I think what helps as well, talking to people that care about you. Yeah. Like people that are really positive that won't, that will only bring you up. Like but my I boyfriend, think... he's always telling me, babe, have you seen what you've yeah. been doing but doesn't the thing is with me is even those people that say it, I'm like oh but you're only saying that because you love me and you're only saying <laughs> that because you're my family and you're only saying that like for you because you're you know he's your boyfriend but yeah I, I get you I do get you I think I think what's always going to be quite um, prominent is this if you don't say it to yourself then the, it's no no bigger voice is your own voice mm-hmm. Um, with me I think I don't want to veer into being so you know, confident that it comes across arrogant. And I always try to teeter, not to teeter into that line where mm-hmm. I'm also empowering myself saying, you are bloody brilliant. But at the yes. same time, I don't want to come across like I'm being arrogant. You know what I mean? I so what mean. there's a really fine line, isn't it, between confidence and arrogance. And having confidence and faith in yourself can then turn into you acting like, you know, your, your poo don't smell. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I know a lot of people that think that. Uh, I know Literally, a lot of people like, that think that. Thing, so. like. <laughs> and maybe they're just confident. Maybe they've just crossed over the line into arrogance, and that's why. Yeah, and big egos. As well, well, there is that. Yeah, God, you can't yeah. say that into them. No, you'll bruise their ego. Oh, we don't God, want that. Yeah. We don't want that. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no, but you're right. The the doubt you have to just get rid of that that sound. Yeah, that like noise. I know it's easier said than done, but when you try to get rid of it. Rid, rid of it then I guess more possibilities yeah. can happen 100% you know because you're not stopping yourself yeah, yeah yeah like with the show we're going to be doing yeah and by the time it comes out I will have done it have was done. brilliant by the way it, it was, was so, so much good. fun I so love so much about myself <laughs> <laughs> but like it's pushing yourself said, out of the comfort zone yeah mm. And I can't wait to see you on that stage. Oh, it's going to be amazing. Yeah. Like, I know you probably doubted yourself. I have. Do you know what? You really helped because I think I did have that doubt. And then hearing it from other people when they're just like, yeah, you're going to be fine. And I think, do you know what? Straight talk. Just straight talk. Like, straight exactly. talk. It's going to be fine. I don't even want to hear any more complaints. Like, and I think my friends are quite good like that. They're like, yes, it's fine. You're doing the show. It's going to be good. Yes. Your set's going to be amazing. Shut up. Done. Exactly. Ten just minutes no of telling a story. Yeah. That's we've just it. done an hour telling a story. We've just, we just done nearly an hour. <laughs> yeah. So we can do, you can do it yeah. easily, easily, trust me. And the energy that you'll get from the crowd, it's amazing. <sighs> because it? like that one, like even from the beginning that you told me a bit of your set and I laughed straight away. When you yeah. hear those bunch of laughs, you're like, inside, like, trust me, you'll be like, oh, that's I'm funny. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually funny. Let Real life that. people laughing, not <laughs> like, just comment sections. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like I have I a think. bit about that as well. Like I'm I'm saying, oh, um, I love the public sympathy because it hits differently in real life. Oh yeah. You know it? what I mean? So like, those tears in real life mean so much more than just uh, <laughs> emoji tears. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you see in real life it's yeah. it's different. And plus the possibility the possibilities are endless yeah. once you know how to be on stage. There's so many events. Yeah. There's so many brands oh that God, have a, yeah. that. What am I saying? <clears throat> yeah, there's so many brands that will have events and want you to host it. So, yeah, because I think once you come out of screen, off the screen, you are a real life person. Exactly. Yeah. No, I appreciate honestly. I I really appreciate you pulling me out of that comfort zone because if you hadn't, I don't think I'd ever have half these opportunities. So, yeah, you'll yeah. You'll do it. Yeah. So don't listen. It's all yeah, you. It's fine. If you hadn't said why anyway, why she's just Yeah, that one. <laughs> that one. Yeah. Then it's it's all you. Yeah. It's no, all you. I appreciate man. that. Honestly, and everyone here, everyone watching, everyone that I know that loves you. Oh, loves it's crazy. Yeah, it's gonna be crazy. So, did you ever doubt yourself? Let me say it to you directly. Did you ever doubt yourself when you first became a teacher? Yeah, 100%. Really? Oh, my God, yes. What age were you when you first qualified? Um, So it was five years ago. It's right. quite young. Um, Oh, my God, yes. 100%. That, because what I did was when I first walked into a classroom, I'd never done it before. And remember, mm -hmm. imagine you have to stand up and you have to just do what you've never done before. Oh, my um, gosh. And yeah, it was really scary. And I 100% thought I'm not teaching them right. The worst thing was I had a mentor who said her first bit of feedback to me was that was awful. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. She said, oh, that was awful. Um, You know, you... you what kind uh, of feedback is that? Oh, yeah. Well, she's, yeah. Well, you know, 
She's a cow. She's a cow. Um, yeah, she was just, it just wasn't constructive. But it really taught me a lot because I think it taught me, because I became a mentor at some, one point and it taught me what not to do. So it kind of yeah. gave me that empowerment. But it also made me feel really bad, but also like wanting to do better and prove her wrong and prove her that I was going to be a good teacher because she mm -hmm. said, you're not going to be a good teacher. It's not going to work for you. It's probably not the right career for you after my first ever lesson, you know what I mean? Um, and I proved the, the point. Hell? You know, five years later, yeah. I have smashed the. I've smashed, smashed it. I've it. kids. You know, I've had some really successful kids. I've had some kids go thank me, and I'm. I just love my job, and I'm thinking if I'd listened to her, exactly. Imagine, but she. Yeah, I did doubt myself. I think I doubt. I think you doubt yourself all the time. Mm -hmm. As teachers, you constantly doubt yourself. You constantly teach, and you have moments where you walk out the classroom and you're like, oh, I, I don't know if any of them got that. Like, did they do well? And then when they when they when they do get it, you're like, oh, actually, maybe I can teach. Yes. Um, but yeah, I always, always have doubts as, as a teacher. Yeah, you do. But you push through them, yeah. especially at the beginning. You've got to carry on doing it, don't you? Yeah. you just you. What the, the, and I wish I'd, I'd take some of my teaching lessons into my real life mm. because I pushed through it and I went, well, I don't care if there's people that need rely on you. So you're going to need to carry on doing it. Even if you doubt yourself, carry on doing it. But in real exactly. life, I don't take that same advice. You know what I mean? I don't take we the same. We need to take our own advice. Yeah, 100%. We give it out to other people. Yeah. But we need to give it to ourselves. 100%. We listen to the doubts that we're saying to ourselves, but we don't listen to the advice. No. We're giving to other people. The way, Crazy, our, brains, the way our brains work is unbelievable. Let's get into commandment six. Discover new perspectives. If you have a chance to see the world, then do. You will see yourself differently and you will discover new perspectives. So, have you ever taken on someone else's perspective and has it like helped you grow? Or has, is there any a particular person you've met, let's say from a different country, or it could be just a country? Like, did it change your perspective? Um, I think definitely. I think I've met, I've been so lucky to have worked in so many different jobs, so many different industries. I met so many people from all walks of life. And yet every single one of them has left a lasting impression on who I, who I am now. Mm. Um, I think anytime I meet someone, I take something away from them. Um, so I am the product of all these people I've met in life and all the, the, the joy, the misery, yes. and everything they've given to me. Um, I think I'm more as an as a as I've grown older, I've been able to look at other people's perspective. When I was younger, I would like have a fight with someone or have an argument with someone and never really understand where they're coming from or what. And now, as an adult, I can sort of take myself away from that and go right. What yeah. what they're saying, what they're feeling, and how are they feeling in that moment? And is it a reflection on you? Or is it a reflection on them? What you know? What I mean, I can. That's maturity, right yeah, there. Yeah, it's it's yeah, exactly. It's just growing, isn't it? Knowing that I can just apologize if somebody's upset. I can just apologize. It doesn't take anything away from me. Exactly. By just apologizing, going, look, I'm I I apologize. You know that I've upset you. This is not what I meant, and just clarify what you meant, mm -hmm. and just be kinder. But also at the same time seeing so many people in the world like you know even traveling around Europe I went traveling around Europe over summer and I went to like 
in 10 different countries. Really? Yeah, and How is that? Crazy experience because just meeting people from all walks of life, everybody living their life fearlessly and everyone yeah. just doing something amazing and something or just something that's just normal to them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, everyone's definitely, all the people in my life have definitely left a lasting long life impression on me. Where's the most popular, not popular, what was the most favourite? Why did that take me so long to figure out what word I was trying to yeah. say? I heard it in my head. I knew what you were saying, but it just <laughs> wasn't coming out. I know, <laughs> like, what was your favourite country that you visited? To, visited? I have to say, oh God. Um, so I went around sort of um, Eastern Europe. Um, How was that? Very different. I mean, Germany was quite German. Germany was very interesting. Beautiful countries. All of the countries were very beautiful. I love history, and I love like seeing history in the making. Like going to see the Berlin Wall, I blew my mind that I was stood at the Berlin Wall. I was hugging. I even licked at the Berlin Wall. Did you? Yeah, I licked it. I don't know why. <laughs> it's just I got very overwhelmed and ended up licking it. Right. You ended up licking it. <laughs> yeah. Like... If I get overwhelmed, I might just lick the mic. Um, so it was just one of those, like I was just really overwhelmed by history and like, the fact that I'm stood in history. So um, my favourite country has got to be, oh God, when you're asking a difficult question, I'd say probably Slovakia. Oh, um, really? Yes, uh, we went to a smaller city in Slovakia. We went, well, we went to the capital, went to Bratislava, um, and yeah, I don't know what it was about the vibe and the people. They were just, just chilling, loved it. and they were just nice. And because it was one, probably one of the least touristy type of places, so I think people were just like lovely there. Mm-hmm. Romania, they were lovely in Romania as well. Um, you know, and just I think majority of them, the one that I, I had the worst experience is Poland. Um, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, no. um, Auschwitz oh, no. was so overwhelming and so good. Um, I'd 100% recommend. Have you ever been no. to the concentration camps? You have to go really? as a life experience. It is so incredible to see because I'm, like I said, I'm a lover of like the world and humanity mm-hmm. and, and like, and being able to see not make the mistakes of our past right. and to see it in person it really was overwhelming I had a full on breakdown um, I really? cannot even tell you yeah like I had to walk out of the room it's, it was, it's, it's a lot it was a lot to just walk into the room and feel the pressure of the room and the environment um, but as when we got to the airport when we got to sorry, the train station my god were people awful to us they were just awful to us um, oh going god. to Auschwitz was amazing but at the same time the experience we had in the day it wasn't great I, 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 I'm guessing I I know what you it can is. imagine. You can imagine. <laughs> I know what, what it was yeah. about and yeah. why they might. Yeah, Eastern Europe. You know, we were there was two of us that were um, both Asian. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have to say anything else, do I? Just leave it there. <laughs> both Asian. Oh, I wonder why. Yeah, yeah. I wonder. So yeah, so yeah. It's just. But again, the world that's we a, live in. but that's the learning curve. Like yeah. it didn't, it didn't bother me. It exactly. didn't change my day. It didn't change my experience of anything. It didn't. It honestly did not change my experience because what you have to say about me is not important. What you honestly, feel feel about me is not important to me. I'm gonna so still move. Important. I'm going. I'm gonna go see another country now. Bye bye. See you later. See you later. On that train. Bye. Exactly. See you later. So. Like. So. Ugh. Anyway, I I feel like it's so with with that side of things. I don't want to say something wrong mm. because at least feel free to cut it out, honestly. Because it's no, a, no, no. no, because honestly, it's people are very you Some, know. 
I don't know if I will put this on camera, but I'm going to say it anyway. Um, in Turkey, right? So what happened was I went with my friend and I don't know how, but I thought, because we booked it differently, I thought we had the same returning flight in the same airport okay. but when we went together and she went to her plane then i talked to i talked to the boarding people that said to me oh sorry you're at the wrong airport oh no and it was two hours away the next flight was in the morning so i had to uh basically stay in a hotel right and oh my god the hotel staff right I told him the horrible experience I had and plus I didn't have cash on me. They're not really good, great with card. I didn't even have a card. I had Apple Pay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Who has a card in 2023? I know. Who has, who has a card? Yeah. But um, so what happened was I told him like I was flustered and everything and he was like, oh, do you want food? I was like, I can't afford food right now. I don't have, I, you guys don't have Apple Pay. So, you know, I'm going to be starving basically. And then, um, I managed to get a room. Then the guy, the same guy that offered me food came with a bunch of food. And I was like, oh, thank you so oh, much. That's so nice. That's I lovely. What, I don't have to pay. And then... Oh, no. He brings in the food. You'd expect him to leave, innit? <sighs> Stop it. <laughs> You'd expect him well, yeah, to leave. Yeah, give me my food and bye-bye. Yeah, exactly. See you but he just sat on my bed and watched me eat. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. So what was he? Was he? Was he thinking? I'm I was, bringing you I food. I was. Imagine. I, I was. I had my phone here, right, and I was on the phone to my boyfriend, and I was like, Alan. I was talking really fast and hooding it so that they yeah, 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 yeah. I thought, Alan, my my man's not trying to leave. He's not trying to leave. Like, why is he still here? He was like, Tell him you're done. Tell him you're done with the food. And then I was like, Oh, I'm full. I'm full. And then he put his hand on my belly and he was like you're full you're full no. I was like take the food now yeah. please whack him on head yeah. with the head with the packet crisp or whatever it's he bought crazy I've never I'm not like some people do solo travel but I don't think I can ever. okay you're don't forget when so one of the things that I saw online was I made this video and it was very controversial I didn't put it on Instagram because I was like I don't know if I should but I made a video where it was this couple and they were like you should travel the world. Everybody should go see the world. It's amazing. I've been traveling to 112 countries. And they put that, you know, that uh, you dance, dance, dance with your Oh, yeah, hand. yeah, and, yeah. And I re sank it. <laughs> so I said, You want to go traveling? Be white, white, white. <laughs> Be rich, rich, rich. Be a man, man, man. Yeah. Because let's call Not a spade could, a spade. You yeah. can't go and travel the world. I can't go and travel the world and go to any country I want because exactly. there are at least about ten countries I don't like me because I'm Muslim. Because you know, for whatever reason, yeah. Asian, whatever you know, you're a black female. Yeah, and, there are. Uh, I'm I can a give you person as well. I can give you a list of countries that you will not be safe in. <laughs> Tell me how me sitting online going, oh, you should go travel and see the world. How are you empowering me to go see the world I when know. you are of a certain ethnicity, of a certain race, of a certain background, of a certain certain sexual orientation, exactly. of a certain gen, of a certain ability as well? Because let's yeah. go there. And you're telling me that I can go and see all 998 countries. I don't know how many countries are in the world, clearly. I can't, I can't go to every country in no, the world. No, you can't. And that's it. So, oh, that's crazy. I know. Absolutely oh, crazy. So from then, I've, I've said to myself, I'm never going to be alone in oh, well, How did he leave? I just pushed the food, literally pushed the food on him. And then like, he just like went? pushed the plate. 
towards him. I was like, take it, take it. I, I literally had three spoonfuls. I was trying to eat as much as I could because yeah, yeah, this guy is like, watching me in my room, in my hotel room. Oh my god! Yeah. So, but that do you know was... what though? And like, oh, with all seriousness, that could have been worse. I know. It that could have been a worse. Situation. That's why I was trying. I was trying to make this situation as quick as possible. Like, you imagine, like, if you're bringing the food to here and then you come to sit next to me and watch me eat. That is crazy. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm lucky my boyfriend was on the phone to me because. Yeah, but I mean, it didn't god. deter him though. It did didn't. It? <laughs> no, it didn't. No. It didn't. My god. And he hears me complaining about a couple of people were nasty to me <laughs> in Poland. In Poland. No, but yeah, that yeah, that is surreal. Yeah. My God. Anyway. Oh, anyway. My God. Anyway, yeah, you I keep, digress. You should keep that in. That is a brilliant story. Hundred percent. So? Yeah, definitely. So? I, told, I said the story on YouTube, like a story time, and people were saying I was bad mouthing Turkey. When in no way I am bad mouthing Turkey. I had a fun time. Your experience, but then I said that about Poland. So I'm not saying all Polish people are like that. It's just my experience of it. Exactly. I'm entitled to them. Your podcast. What does it say up there? It says your name. You say what you want on your podcast exactly. and don't let anybody tell you otherwise. Thank you. Thank you. That's all I need to hear. Thank you. <laughs> Commandment seven. Stop. When your dreams come true, it can happen so fast that you hardly notice. Stop, Stop. and take a look around because it may be happening to you right now. When was it when you first realised that you were making a big impact on social media? You have climbed into my brain and written this book. There is no way. You have been reading the archives. Um, the... Uh, I, you know what? I'm just so overwhelmed by what you said. I don't even know what the question when was. When was the first time you realised you were making a huge impact on social media? Oh, wow. Um, do you know what? I think receiving i think i received a message a couple of weeks um oh god a couple of months maybe a couple of weeks couple of months i can't remember how long ago it was um and it was from someone who just was like you know my um mom was diagnosed with cancer um and through everything the only joy we've been able to have is through just laughing with you and at you and like oh, that's something that we send each other and it's when we meet up and she goes for chemo we sit together and we talk about your latest video oh. and we like laugh about what you said and why you said it and the fact that thing and we tag you in videos and that was their sort of moment together and then she passed um wow. and I think that I think that really had an impact that my god that that brings the for me, just sitting in bed, making a couple of videos has so much impact on people. Um, I get daily messages from people about how I've helped them with their depression, um, how young pe young kids are watching me and, and, and are inspired by it. Um, a lot of messages, a lot of the time. I love that. So, yeah, I think that's the moment where I just thought, and that's the moment where I really ramped up my being vocal about the mm. world and issues because I thought actually there are a lot of people that are listening to me and seeing a voice so let me give them and I think when I've posted about you know suffering in the world or uh, government policies or criticizing this that's mm. really when people have gone oh my god yes like thank you thank you and I get messages and messages saying thank you so much for doing this and yeah, I think those are um, moments where families, like, you know, even people that are so far apart from each other, like my, my best friend moved away to the other side of the world and mm -hmm. we communicate through your videos. 
yeah, it's a lot. It's very overwhelming, but wow. yeah, it's got to be that. That moment was like, That whoa. is beautiful, I think. Yeah. Like, to be able to do feedback that. Get like that as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because all it is is like, I'm making funny videos in my bed, in my hoodie, but it's so much bigger than me now. Yes. You know what I mean? So much bigger than... Um, and I had a video, I had a message actually, a couple of like, I mean, that one was... Um, pretty big as well and I, I had a message from a, a young um boy I think it was like 13 14 I can't remember um but it was from his mom and his mom said that you know he was just so happy that there was someone that looked like him online and he wanted to be a youtuber like me and he wanted to do what I did and not be a, a tiktoker or be a youtuber or be a social media person like mm. me because well he can now yes because there's someone out there that looks yeah. like him that's doing, doing it already it. successfully. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, that's when those kind of moments are where you realise this is bigger than you. It's just yeah. bigger than you just being in a bedroom making TikTok videos. It's uh, it's big. Literally, because so. it's so easy from our perspective, especially if we're at home or going home, work, homework. Yeah. Like, it's so easy to just think, oh, it's just views. Just yeah. numbers. Lose oh, sight, don't you? Yeah. yeah, it's just gone up. One. Oh, I've got a million followers. A million people. A million yeah. phones. That is I've crazy. I've seen yeah. your content. Yeah. Like, that is insane. Like, I don't... Sometimes I forget, okay, that 100,000 or 2 million or... They're real people. <laughs> like, like, they're actually real people. But I think it's because... I think because we become so desensitised to numbers. Yeah. Like, yeah. like it, you know, I've seen the you know 1 million and i think i saw i saw somewhere someone said that you, uh you have the equivalent of man the population of manchester and liverpool if you think about cities wow. like that that's the following you have um and when i think about actual human beings and i'm stood in the middle of manchester city center i'm looking at all these people and i'm like what they have that, seen your stuff but that's it like that kind of that much yeah it's crazy i mean not that i'm seeing a million people but it, we we forget that that number means something and it yeah. means something to someone but to hear one comment just got just puts them makes them real doesn't it it makes it real life person exactly um, or meeting someone in the street like we were talking about like yeah. meeting somebody in the street or seeing people in in person saying this to you like i'm sure if you're walking through london oh, so crazy. many people would have been like Shabazz, oh my God, Shabazz, someone uh, do you know what someone actually sent me something on the train they sent me a message on the train uh airdropped a message no. to me from note saying are you shabazz says i want to come and say hello but i'm scared someone <laughs> and did that. yeah someone airdropped it to me because my phone says shabazz says i'm i'm, I'm literally on brand all the time right my phone <laughs> says it. shabazz says well. um and they've obviously seen it and seen it come up and then gone shabazz says it's on the train maybe they just knew me and i was just like that's crazy i'm on random train to uh, london but okay wow you do you but they didn't come and say hello to me though so. they were probably really shy yeah i do feel it i feel for him I wouldn't be able to do that. I wouldn't be able to go up to London. Have you? Have you never gone up to a famous? No, person? I have had, No, I've seen. I've seen a couple before. I've never gone up to a famous person. I'm scared. Really? No, I get well, but I don't. What's the worst they can do? Say no. That's the worst. That's it. Yeah. Say no. <laughs> that is You're the worst. Gonna... I would die. <laughs> I would die. You're not gonna lose sleep though. Yeah, I, yeah, I would. I'd be thinking about it all the way home. No, I don't think. I just think I don't have it in me to go up to someone and be like, you know, are you? But I, I, I love it. And I really appreciate it because, like I said, it puts it makes it real. Yeah. It makes all this work real. So when somebody comes up to me and says, "I love your videos," it makes what I do real exactly. and not just you know not numbers just in bed yeah. making videos. Yeah, because that's that's what 
we can just see like sometimes yeah. I'm, I'm in my my studio and I'm just like okay I've just got to make another few videos because that's what I have to do yeah. as a content creator but no I'm making videos for people that love seeing my stuff yeah 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 totally that's literally and as it gets bigger and bigger that's more people seeing your stuff exactly exactly yeah, it's crazy insane so the next commandment Commandment eight, love you, learn to love yourself and then someone else. Have you ever experienced love? Did you love yourself before you found it? And the question is, do you love yourself? I don't think I love myself enough. Um, I think I'm learning to love myself. Um, I have always said you need to learn to love yourself before you give that love to someone else because I think far too many people look for love in like don't have love for themselves and mm-hmm. want it from another person yeah. until I don't love myself fully and know that I deserve the absolute best exactly. there's no way that you can then get into a relationship and then expect that that person to love you you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because you know you set the bar high. You set your bar, like your bar of love and what you deserve really high. Then yeah. you will always need to find somebody that will match that. But if the bar that you set is really low, any tiny bit of uh, love that they give you, you'll think it's the the world, but it's the bare minimum. And that's the thing, isn't it? I know too many people in that situation. This is it. And I know myself. No shade, no tea, but... Yeah, they just... they Their, their bar is set so low because so of low. how much they don't love themselves. So... I'm learning to, I'm learning to, I'm getting there. Um, I, I, I de- Definitely over the last couple of weeks, I've definitely started going, do you know what, you need to just appreciate being amazing and being, you need to just listen. My God, just listen just, to the people you're around amazing, you. You're an, um, <laughs> how, how much can I say? But I don't know how many it, times yeah. that I need to people say. People get sick of saying it, they're like, I don't know what else I can say. But... No, because Shabazz, you're amazing. Yeah, you're no, a cool person. Like... Yeah, no, I will. you're so I get there. I'll get there. I think it, it just takes time, doesn't it? I think you spend so many years not doing it. It becomes part of who you yeah. are, isn't it? I think if you spend some... It's like any habit. You've had it for such a long time that eventually you just think that's who you are. But it's yeah. not who I am. You know, I need to start listening to the other voice. The other voice this needs to... Yeah. yeah. The other one it. just needs to go to sit down now. Yeah, have one, a break. It, you've it, had it a long time. The other one, you haven't really listened to it much because if you did, you, would but you yeah. be here? Yeah, exactly. But the so. other one just needs to go take a break. I mean, have a day off, literally. You <laughs> exactly, know what I mean? have a day off. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I think me being able to love myself has made me, like, survive. Oh, like, yeah. Because for me, I was very depressed. I mm. was not even self-hate, self-loathing. Like, yes. I used to loathe myself yeah. because the because of how other people made me feel. And because I've start, like only started maybe a few years ago to really love myself that's really helped me to thrive and even survive because this I, sometimes I don't even want to wake up yeah <laughs> I oh I feel up. you I feel you I, that, like what's the point of starting the day when you know it's going to be a rubbish one and I'm going to have to mm. struggle with x y and z and you know and then I think when I started to love myself that's when as soon as I started that's when my boyfriend came into my life. Oh, yeah. Which because was crazy. you loved yourself, you allowed love in. Yeah. That's what what's happened is you've allowed love in because you finally found your inner peace and you're like, I am 
it. Yeah. I am her. I am it. And then your boyfriend's gone. She is her. You know <laughs> yeah, I mean? exactly. So, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So brilliant. it literally fell into place like that. Yeah. And, you know, if he that day, that day, he tricked. Do you know what happened? He <laughs> tricked me onto a date. Oh, did he? What did he do? Yeah. Like initially we did like four years ago when we first ever met. He, it, the date went all right. It was fun. You know, I speak about it in my book. Like it was fun. But he didn't kiss me. And I was thinking, do you not like me? What's going on? Da, da, da. But because the guys I used to deal with were so fast with me, they just wanted to yeah. pretty much just sleep. With and me. he was like respectful. Yeah, and I was like, <sighs> and you you're don't like, like me? Ugh. Ugh. Why are you not respect? Why are you respecting <laughs> me for? Because <laughs> yeah. your expectation is is that well, if you like me, then kiss me. Because that's what you've always had. <sighs> that's brilliant. Exactly. Well done, so Alan. I kind of ghosted. Yes. Oh, you did. Kind, at the beginning. At the beginning. I kind of ghosted because he because he wasn't treating you badly. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. brilliant. And this is a lot of girls' logic, you know. But yeah, yeah. If you treat me nicely, you're giving me the away. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I didn't realize I was doing that. Yeah, and it was messed up. And he came back into my life because I needed an editor. <laughs> I put it on my story and he was yeah. like I can do it and I was thinking oh this guy again yeah. I ghosted you what are you ghosted you. how are you coming back when I yeah. ghosted you I needed an editor he wanted to do some work and he set up a business meeting right this business meeting was in a lovely cafe oh yeah and he Candle got me a present mm-hmm. yeah he got me a present he got me yeah. some perfume I was thinking what is this I don't I ain't been treated like this, yeah. but I like it. I could get used to it. I bet it. you go to every business meeting going, excuse me, <laughs> why am I in an office and why are there not presents? What's going on? Where's my perfume? Literally. They're like, sorry, uh, you know, miss, we, we're having a serious business meeting. Exactly. Yeah. Now, now I oh, can't take brilliant. it seriously, but I'm joking. Yeah, like, honestly, it was just, I think it was a very different experience for me. And mm. since then... Now I know what real relationship yeah. is. Before that, I'd never even been in a proper relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All those relationships you thought you were in, they you're like, they weren't in relationships. <laughs> they they were. were barely relationships. They were barely relationships. You know relationships. what I mean? They were, they were the R of the relationship. Honestly, yeah, yeah. like, they were situations. Yeah, yeah. They were just at this point. something, yeah. So. Oh, that's crazy. It's good, yeah. it's good though. You, you, yeah. But yeah, 100%, I think that's a brilliant commandment is loving yourself first before you love another person. Exactly. And like, I think... Even even him doing all of that stuff, I thought to myself, because I had there's so many doubts that come in your head when someone mm-hmm. new is coming into your life. You're thinking, oh, do they actually love me or like me? Because at the time it was like, um, do they actually like me? Um, what if they treat me badly? Yeah. What if this? What if that? And I thought to myself, this guy is treating me nicely. This is the most any guy's yeah. ever done. So accept it. Yeah. yeah and yeah. just see where it goes. And, Brilliant. You know, so yeah, it's definitely right. Like love yourself and you can't can't love someone else. If you else. love yourself. Commandment nine, be heard. It is hard to thrive in a world that doesn't seem to respect you or listen to your perspective. It is even harder to make it change. But just because it's hard doesn't mean it's not necessary. And just because they don't listen, it doesn't mean that you won't be heard. Mm-hmm. When has been a time you've been fearless enough to speak up 
or make a change? I know we've been speaking about this <laughs> probably throughout, but like what has made you be that person to speak up? Um, do you know what? I've I've always been quite outspoken. I've always fought for my own rights and I've always fought for other other people's rights and I've always made empowered people. Yes. I've always wanted to empower people. Um, I've always said this very like famous saying and it'll go down in history books, you know, yes, of course, you know, you like Albert Einstein says Shabazz say. <laughs> um I have always said that where I'm stood, if I'm stood at the top of the podium, um and somebody's trying to get there, lift them up with you. Yes. Right? Reach that hand out and lift them up with you. If there's only room for one person up there, put them on your shoulders. Both yeah. of you stand on one leg each, right? Have <laughs> exactly. you, you know what I mean? You stand on theirs, they stand on yours, whatever, but bring people up with you. Mm-hmm. There's room for everyone up here. Do a bloody, one of those pyramid things if In you it. need to, because at the end of the day, we've all got room for, the higher you climb, the more you bring people up with you. Um, and I've always been, I've always liked to empower people. Um, but I've always, I think the biggest thing I fought for so much was probably probably in my teaching career mm-hmm. I fought a lot in my teaching career because um when I first started doing teaching and the YouTube thing and the TikTok thing it was like oh well, what 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 would you mean you're doing social media and you can't do that and I was like I am going to do that yes I will be doing that otherwise because I, w- I will be the best teacher ever I will teach and I will do the amazing jobs but if you want to lose me, then you lose me because I'm going to carry on doing social media. And the school, I've got to respect them because they, they chose to keep me. They were like, fine, you stay and you do it as long as you understand what the repercussions could be. And I was like, I, I will accept that. What repercussions? Just because they were like, you know, someone can misconstrue something you say. Someone can take some, you know, something out of context. People could, kids could bully you, print out pictures, post it over school. I was like, I will accept whatever it is to come that's so brave of you though it i was the i think i've the only one in the school or any only one in his entire career that's had that because i don't know many teachers that are doing both at the same yeah. time um i know a lot of teachers that are doing teacher social media and teacher you know what i mean like teaching social media yeah. like their t- twitters and their thing is but our teachers a lot of teachers aren't really doing a lot of social media because they're fearful and that's the time where i was just like I'm going to stand up for my right because I should be able to do it. I'm wise enough. I'm old enough to know what's respectful and how to behave in the classroom and out of the classroom. Mm -hmm. But I'm not going to stop my content because back then, I mean, this is 2015, sorry, 17, where I thought I have the faith in me to to do well in this industry. But both industries at the same time, yeah. <laughs> like five years later. But you did it though. Yeah, so that's it. That, that's such a brave thing to yeah. go through because a lot of um, schools, like... They didn't to, like they, they wouldn't have accepted it. They wouldn't have. I have to praise him. I mean, with all his faults and with all the issues that that head teacher had with the way he was with people, he allowed me to do that. And yes, he he went, right, carry on. But he saw the teacher I became um, and... And I and I honestly, there's not many things I praise myself in, but my God, am I a good teacher? Like I yes. work my backside off. Yes. There's one thing I cannot, I'm not even going to deny. As you can call me arrogant, I don't care what you call me. I'm a brilliant teacher, and I'm going to, exactly. I'm not denying that because I know I can walk in a classroom and I can own it. So I mean, I wish I had that and much. You can co- teach and you can teach Man. them a thing or two. I wish I had that much confidence in everything else, but I just know I'm good at the teaching. So I, but I'm, I appreciate it. Like I appreciate him letting me do that. But it was a hard. It's been a hard struggle. Because every school is, a, I'm, I have to start again. 
Every school I've started again because every school I've been to, I've had to hide it, tell them. Now I'm at that stage where I'm like, teaching is, you know, I'm going to be, I'm going to do this and I'm going to carry on doing this. I've said it to, you know, when I joined my my current school, I just went up to HR straight up and I was like, I'm on social media. The kids are going to know about it. It's all protected. None of the kids can message me privately. Mm -hmm. I don't message them privately. My inbox is closed. School comments are filtered. Teachers names, school names. They don't call me sir. I won't discuss it in the classroom. That's okay. it. Do you want me That's to stay it. or not? Do you know what? That's experience as well. Yeah. From being in different schools and how yeah. they've reacted and what you've gone through with social media and school. Some schools are insanely amazing, right? So some of the schools are like, like I remember the head teacher, I remember when I hit a million on Instagram and like the the teachers all went and posted posters of like my blue tick. I got a blue tick and I like a million on Insta- and TikTok. They'd all posted around school and like we had a one really? million party and like they literally they were that brilliant and the kids were like they'd come in and they'd be like oh my god Mr. Ali congratulations and all you know what I mean like they were brilliant with it they loved it they talk about the videos they let me do assemblies on it some schools are very scared of it the power of social media and mm-hmm. how social media the influence it has some people just don't understand it there's a lot of old school teachers that have been teaching yeah. since you know before There's the internet lot. began, so yep, all they know is textbooks and books and, and yeah, not yeah, even, that's not it. even <laughs> color TVs. Some of them, <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I'm kidding. They're not, they're not that old, um, but yeah, do you know what I mean? So obviously, it's it's a scary topic. It's a scary issue. It's a scary place because um, I know people will exploit it and will use it. Uh, I just think it takes one clown to ruin all these chances for the yep. rest of us, doesn't it? So hopefully, well, it's not been me so far. It's just you know I've tried to keep it. As you know, you're doing a good job of it. Do you know what I mean? I've tried to. I've hopefully done that for other teachers in the future who can't do want to do both. Yeah, I've opened the door. Hopefully, you have opened Pioneer. the door and may, many doors. And many for doors. teachers for yeah. Asian people. Yeah, for so many people. Yeah. like you are representing for the. Oh God! Yeah, I know it's crazy, isn't it? And that's like you were talking about power. That like you were talking about the idea that you know I didn't realise that that's what I was doing as well at the same time yeah. with unknowingly that's what you're doing at the same time do you feel like your Povo gang can make a social change 100% yes. I think the Povo gang will do amazing I think um, the Povo gang being, being able to ex- uh, accept that we're not all the same we don't all come from the same upbringing but also acknowledging the fact that we are you know, like that Pavel Pride that I've yeah. talked about. Pavel Gang being able to acknowledge Pavel Pride or even their own privilege as well mm-hmm. in the sense that I'm not saying Pavel Gang is just made up of people that are poor. Because when I say Pavel, Pavel's changed so much because mm. it's gone from this idea of we use we use the word Pavel to describe people who are poor, but everyone's a Pavel in comparison to Jeff Bezos. Everyone's, yeah. everyone's a Pavel, aren't we? We, we don't have that kind of money. Everyone's a Pavel in comparison to Kim Kardashian, Kylie Jenner, all these lot. So everyone can join it. So somebody exactly. wrote in my comment section saying, I'm middle class and my thing, it looks like that's it. I'm not a Pavel. I was like, you are. Just because you're <laughs> middle class doesn't mean you can't be a Pavel. Like you can be, doesn't matter what class or what thing, you can that's still true. be a Pavel because in comparison, we are all Pavels. So I think we are in that stage where people, a revolution is coming. Yes. And we are ready to, we are ready not to accept that this uh, this unfairness in society mm-hmm. and i'm hoping that the bigger the povogan grows the more people will be empowered to do more in the world and to m- try to make change and as the gen z who i love i think this generation is amazing and they'll do brilliant things in the world i have so much faith in gen z and the generations to come because i know how they are fearless 
Yes. They are fearless because they have people like... Fearless. Yes. They have your book. They <laughs> yes. have people like me They'll and you. People like me, me and you. Tools like my book yeah. can help them, future generations, and look back and think, okay... I, I, I can look at my journey. I can love myself. Yeah. There's so many things that I need to do because Fats Timbo has sold me. So, And that all the things you're teaching them, and honestly, I say this, all the things you're teaching them is going to empower people because it's going to empower someone young that's reading it right now, you know, the age of 13, 14, that is going to be the social change that we need in the world. Yes. That is going to, because that's why I love teaching because I love the fact that the people that are in front of me could be the future yes. god knows what they could make so much change in the world just by me saying one thing or and i want to be a part of that i want to be part of the world that i know they're going to do amazing things i know this generation is going to change the world and undo the wrongs yes. of our of like our father forefathers exactly. and our, our ancestors and stuff they're all going to do they're going to change that and i want to be part of that change i want to leave this world behind having gone i was a part of inspiring the next generation to change the world for the better um so you yeah. are so inspiring uh, okay honestly my, my gandhi <laughs> got nothing on me <laughs> no i just i just love love and i love humanity and i love the world and i just want everybody just to to do i want to bake a cake and i want everybody to say she doesn't even go here like i just want to bake, bake a cake, cake and i just, just want everyone know, to be happy. Eat cake all day yeah. You know? yeah she doesn't even go here and <laughs> i but yeah i just that you know. the last commandment commandment 10 look back and then forwards because both learning and dreaming are time well spent looking back what are the fears that you've had to overcome oh wow um i think the you know when we talked about it earlier about um dying um yeah. i think i've had to overcome a lot of fears of that because i think it stopped me from doing too much um and it's also made me do a lot as well like at the same time like it's weird because I think because I've always thought oh my god what if I die what if I die it's always hindered me as a little bit as well really? um yeah I think it's hindered me because I never want to do too much because I think you know what if I do so much and then I don't get to complete it you know what I mean so there's that part of me but I think the biggest fear I've had to overcome is probably my own self-doubt that's it isn't it like my own yeah. self-doubt my own self-worth I think that's my biggest like is that it's got to be that it's got to be um overcoming that's oh, quite it's, it's hard like i'm sure there's fears that you you're like that don't scare me no more like do they still scare you or um did social media scare you at all no or it's something you, you always wanted to do social media's never scared me really? uh, no it's never scared me there's never been i've never been scared to put myself online Really? I'll put myself out there. Or have you ever been have... scared to like press post on something because you're nervous about how people would react or something? Oh yeah, that happens quite a lot. I think I I think I, I say no. Social media has never scared me, but I think there probably was a time where I was fearful of what people are going to say and what people are going to react to and how people are going to perceive me. Um, I think what I've done. I tell you what I've done in life is the way I've overcome anything is just by faking it. So I'm really not confident of walking into a room first, meeting a bunch of strangers. So even this morning meeting, um, you know, the team, 
yeah, I was really nervous and I was really like, oh, you know, like, but I just faked it. I thought, yeah. I'm going as fake confidence and then eventually everyone just believes it and eventually get comfortable. Exactly. So walk into a room, act fake, conf- not act fake. <laughs> walk into a room, <laughs> I'm back. Hi. Hi, yeah, yeah. I, like Hi, I love you. Your shoes are brilliant. <laughs> I love that dress. Um, no, I mean like go into a room and fake that you are confident and you are owning it. And then people believe it, you believe it, and then exactly. it just becomes a norm. Exactly. And I've done that in everything in life. So I've always been confident or faked confidence yeah. and then become confident because of it. I feel like there should be like a another, a word for it because it is fake confidence, but it's not at the same time yeah. because you, you're more you're self-aware that you're scared. But at the same time, you're like, I'm just going to be me. And yeah, if it yeah, works yeah. out, it's fine. Yeah. And that is fearless in itself. Yeah, like, you know I, don't, I, mean? I don't even know what the word would be to, like, yeah. I don't know what the word would be, but it's it's but, not, because it's not fake. That's it's not really thing. fake confidence. I'm not faking it. I'm just yeah. pulling it out of somewhere, really, you're, aren't I? Yeah, you're yeah. pulling it out of I'm somewhere. And out I do that as well. Yeah. Like, you just put it on. You're like, okay, I need to switch on That confidence got, got to come from somewhere for you to be able to act that confidence. Exactly. You know what I mean? Some we don't people just, literally yeah. cannot... They can't find it yeah. anywhere in themselves. Because I do say, yeah, fake it till you make it. How do I do that? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I think I think the key is just to, I think the key thing to do is if if you're doubting, like, for example, like I use the walking in the room analogy, right? If I'm walking into a room and I'm really nervous about it, what's the alternative? Don't go in the room. Well, you need to go in the room. <laughs> exactly. Right, you've got to go in the room. You've got to meet these people. So what are you going to do then? Not do it. That's what it is about being fearless. I think that's what fearless is, isn't it? Is that idea that, right, just open the door and get it over and done with. Rip that plaster off. Yeah. Get on with it. Yeah. So that's what be faking it is. Walk into that room and act like, yeah, you're all right. You're fine. Whatever you feel on the inside, don't, that doubt and that fear, fear, like that fear, don't let that manifest. Go with, I'm going to walk into that room. I'm going to own it. And then eventually everyone thinks you are owning it. And eventually you've owned it. That's it done. That is it. Yeah. It's, it's as simple as that. Like, it's there's no way of complicating it. Or as soon as you turn it on, you're like, oh, hi. Da, da, da. You you literally believe it yourself. Yeah. And you then... convince yourself that. I think that the biggest <laughs> exactly. thing is, is you're not convincing anyone else. You're convincing yourself. Exactly. You, you walk in that room, you act, you act confident, you do your thing. And eventually you've just convinced yourself that, yeah, I'm, I'm all right. I'm fine. I can do this. I'm boss this. Simple. It takes a while though, it's, doesn't it? As simple as that, literally. And the last question I'm going to ask you is what's next? Oh, wow. Um, I have so many dreams. <laughs> I had a, I have a dream. This I is uh, Martin Luther King's second <laughs> yes. speech, isn't it? I have <laughs> loads of dreams. Um, I just have a lot of... I just want to be able to reach as many people. Um, I think over the last couple of weeks when we talk about journey and self-reflection... The biggest self-reflection I've had is that how much can I do in this world and what legacy can I leave behind through social media, TV, whatever I do. How, how, what impact am I having on this earth and this planet and the people on this planet? Um, so whatever I do is always going to be, that's always going to be the forefront of it. Um, putting people first, whether that's their happiness, their joy, their comfort or whatever it is being able to do that but also at the same time just being able to be comfortable within my own skin yes i made a video to myself um to 2020 
right? Did you? Yeah. So I recorded a YouTube video to myself in 2020, at the end of 2020, after the whole uh, lockdown thing, when 2020 hit. And I said, um, well, so it was about to go into 2021, and I recorded it f- to go live on December the 31st, 2025. So it was meant to go live on f- in five, well, three years, yeah. t- two years time now. Um, and it was just talking to myself in the future and saying, and one of the biggest things I said was, I hope in 2025, you're just happy. Like, I hope that you're just, oh my God, I'm going to get emotional. Um, oh. I hope that you are, you are just content. I just hope that you have found whatever it is that you will have been looking for within yourself, whatever that is. I hope you've just found it. And it's, it's so important that that's yeah. the message I gave myself in the future, like from the past. It's a bit haunting, isn't it? Like, ooh, I'm from the past. <laughs> like, oh my God, Shabazz, you're putting a lot of weight, by the way. What's going on here? Um, I should have said that message and be like, what's happened to you? Um, what's, ha- what's, what's happened here? Yeah. But I did say, like, just, I just hope that regardless of whatever you searched for in terms of success and da 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 and, and this and being rich and da da, whatever is that you were looking for, I hope you found at least true happiness. Yes. And content. Ness, if that's even word. I don't know. But I hope you're content. And that's, yeah, I think that's what I just want to get to. I want to get to the stage where I'm just. But if you ask me in terms of materialistic things, a book, a podcast, <laughs> a TV show, and all of, a, all of the above. Which will happen. <laughs> all of the above. I already know. I already see it. Yeah. I'm already pre ordering your book and yes. I'm already going to listen to your yeah. podcast because you've been on mine. And, and if you turn around, great. that book will disappear in a second because I'm yeah. taking that stuff home. Yeah, I'm so reading that me, on the way me, home. Let me keep this going. Yeah. I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, but it's been amazing thank you so much for having me honestly you are such a beautiful person oh, thank you wow um it's a pleasure even speaking to you oh, i appreciate that um i cannot wait to see your future because it's yeah. gonna be bright. well you're, you're gonna be there love you're Listen, gonna be you're there, gonna be there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, so, we're gonna be there for each yeah, other 100%. and it's gonna be a beautiful journey together yeah. so i can't wait yeah amazing where can people find you Shabazz I'm literally Shabazz and everything Reddit as well I even have a Reddit, Reddit. check me even out Reddit. I even have a LinkedIn LinkedIn is, is that what it's called LinkedIn. I have Shabazz says everywhere literally Shabazz says Instagram TikTok Snapchat Facebook everywhere Twitter just Shabazz search says. Shabazz says okay go. because that's it that's, that's it. what Shabazz says exactly. <laughs> exactly well it's been so much fun we're going to end the podcast here. But before we end it, I'm going to tell you guys that you can purchase my book right now from Amazon, Waterstones, wherever. Thank you so much, everyone, for listening. And I'll see you on the next podcast. Thanks for listening today. It's been fun. Remember to look out for my book, Main Character Energy, Ten Commandments to Living Life Fearlessly. It will be available at all good bookstores now.